The vicious voices of the right are out in full force, and it's time for us to get up and organize against the heartless attacks on our civil rights. Start your morning diving into the headlines and issues that matter to our everyday lives, speaking with changemakers and hearing from you, our listeners. Hear your host, Zerlina Maxwell, break down the top news, push for solutions from officials who represent us, and call out the misinformation and hypocrisy that surrounds us, plus the engaging stories that keep you energized. Get your morning boost of politics, culture, and everything you need to start your day. It's always darkest before the dawn, but the dawn is here. Shining a light on the ruthless forces across the aisle and rising for a brighter future for all of us. This is Mornings with Zerlina. Welcome to Mornings with Zerlina. I'm Zerlina Maxwell. Joining us on the phone is comedian, actress, and disability advocate, Maisoon Zaid, one of our favorite guests. How are you doing? Good morning. Good morning. I, I, I'm doing great hanging out with, uh, with my cat. Me too. And, uh, yeah, just try and stay alive. It's really that, fun. Facts. Yeah. I mean, that's all. That's all, <laughs> that's all we really can do these days. But how? So, one of the things, and the reason why I say I think about you a lot is because every single time we sort of go through these COVID surges, which in the last like three months we sort of just been at a sustained plateau at a unreasonably high rate, not Omicron levels, but not great. Um, I think about the fact that you know as most people sort of are out here with no mask thinking this thing is over and they think they're like, you know, immutable to COVID or for whatever reason, somebody lied to them. I think about the the people who from the beginning of the pandemic have had to be so careful um, because they've been vulnerable from the beginning and nobody's really thinking about them. Like, I don't care about, you know, the, the person who's like, I don't like this mask. It's uncomfortable for me. Um, I'm thinking about the people who were trying to protect by wearing masks. So when we keep going through these surges, like remind us again how important it is to consider the the most vulnerable, the immune compromised, the people who need us to wear the mask to protect them. So I have to be completely honest. I'm definitely one of the people that wilded out. So like I was, you know, at concerts, at Broadway shows, I was flying, I went to the Middle East, I did everything. And then the past week, I actually self-imposed my own lockdown because with my cerebral palsy, mask wearing is extremely difficult for me. It actually is, Um, which I know a lot of people are like, oh, it's killing me. But in my case, it really does. Um, (laughs) But I'm, I'm shooting tomorrow, inshallah. And I had two of my co stars get knocked out by COVID. Mm. And both of those women are, um, are disabled. One of them ended up in the ICU. The other is 10 days in and hasn't recovered. So we're at this really terrible apex where COVID is surging. We have absolutely no advice whatsoever about vaccines. So like the vaccines were helping us avoid death and severe illness. Those vaccines are now wearing off. Mm-hmm. Nobody's telling us to get boosters. Somebody like me got boosted in September. So that's almost a year that I've been boosted. <gasps> Every single one of the people that I talked to had three or four shots and now they're hospitalized. So it is hitting the disability community in the same way that it did in the beginning. People are disregarding these numbers that we're seeing, not just of hospitalizations, but also death. 
-hmm. and ignoring the fact that long COVID is creating a whole new generation of disabled people with new disabilities that are going to have to fight for their rights in the United States. At the exact same time, in reference to the conversation that you were having right before this, mm -hmm. the disabled community is getting hit really hard by the reversal of Roe v. Wade, yes. not only because we're known to have the type of high-risk pregnancies that would need you know, a later in-term abortion or would need to have that for medical reasons, but also because life-saving drugs that are prescribed to the disability community are now being denied to the disability community, specifically women and you know people that are assigned female at birth because these drugs that treat things like lupus or Crohn's mm -hmm. or cancer also can cause an abortion. So we're having trouble getting our medications and you know, women with disabilities are three times as likely to be sexually assaulted in their lifetime. So when we're talking about these fringe cases that aren't fringe at all, that are sadly so mainstream in the United States of girls needing abortions due to incest or being raped, again, the disability community is being targeted in a way that the other communities aren't because it's disproportionately affecting us. And then they're pitting us against each other by saying, well, we're saving disabled babies because 99% of babies diagnosed, <clears throat> you know, fetuses that are diagnosed with disabilities are aborted. And what I have to say to that is, if you don't want to have a disabled kid, you should not have a disabled kid. Like forcing people to have disabled kids is not a good idea the disability community at large is not with this. And the idea that they're trying to pit us against each other really just erases the fact that we also have reproductive rights. But then I'll go back to COVID and how it's killing us disproportionately. I mean, it's a, it's a really important point about methotrexate being used for other reasons, right? And it being, um, you know, harder to get now because of the Dobbs decision. I keep thinking about um, that, but also even forms of contraception that are used for endometriosis and fibroids yep. and other things. Like there, there are so many different ways in which this decision is going to impact um, people in ways we didn't realize um, when when it first came down. We were like, oh, it's just going to like affect abortions, but no, 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 no. It's a lot more complicated, which is why you, you know you shouldn't have people who can't get pregnant making laws for people who can. Um, men, um, cis men. And and also being okay with a certain portion of the population being denied a medication that the other half isn't. Right. So like, it's not they're saying to us, you can't have Viagra because right. that's specifically a drug, you know, for, for, for men. They're saying women cannot have this, men absolutely can. <laughs> so like someone like me who is still you know, of birthing age, but is 100% never going to have a child should not be denied a, a drug that will help me because of that. And like you said, like, it's bleeding, and I'm using that term on purpose, it's bleeding into birth control too. I was on birth control since I was 16 years old, because if I didn't take birth control, I would bleed so much I would pass out cold. So it's always like been a medication um, yep. for me. Yeah. Yeah. I have, a, I have a few friends that have 
um, such uh, horrible menstrual periods that they they like literally can't. I'm, one of my really close friends, she she has takes medication, she takes contraception in order to um, lessen sort of the the severity of her menstrual cycle because she can't move. Like I re I, I remember you know days where she we'd always get sort of the message be like I can't come because I have my period and I know exactly what that means when it comes to her because it's the kind where she's she can't move she's like vomiting right i mean so, some people have that unfortunate experience and they should not be cut off from medication that will make their life livable um because of partisan politics and policies that are created by people who can't get pregnant or understand anything about um people's bodies <laughs> um but to circle back the the ignoring of covid right now is bipartisan we yeah. found something that everyone can agree on. So I have I have advice. I have mask advice for everyone listening. I wear a mask when the person across from me is wearing a mask. I have no problem with someone emailing me and saying, you need to wear a mask to be around me. And I want people to not be ashamed of demanding that the people around them wear masks mm -hmm. and wearing a mask themselves when everyone else has abandoned it. Again, while I said that due to my cerebral palsy it is very hard to wear a mask, we go back full circle to it's not as hard as being put on a ventilator. So right. when I can't avoid being inside a space because it's my job to be there and I need my livelihood and people are really shunning hybrid, even though they shouldn't, hybrid should still be an option for everybody. Like we got all of this accessibility during the pandemic that we're just throwing away instead of continuing to use it. Like you and I right now right. Are, on, are on Zoom. There's no reason for us to be in a small studio and put ourselves at risk. And it's not a choice between lock down and die or live and die. You can actually do both of these things, but you have to be aware of the fact that A, the most vulnerable people deserve your protection. Mm -hmm. And B, you could become one of the most vulnerable people. You're just one little infection away of having a lifelong disability. We know people who have had amputations due to COVID. We know people who have lost fertility due to COVID. We know people with tears in their heart due to COVID. There are lifelong disabilities associated with this that can be avoided. And I know it feels like it can't be avoided. There's no way to avoid it. It'll get everyone. It won't. You can still take the same precautions. Zerlena, I read online someone that said, I'm so glad I don't have to wash my hands anymore. What? All I have to say is you always need to wash your Who hands. Said that? It's like, show yourself, name the person. Well, so I know you, to they, stay back up. They, they weren't Muslim. <laughs> Because we're washing up five times a day, right? But there's a certain Mayo persuasion that doesn't love water as much as the rest of us do. And when I saw that, I was like, oh my Allah, we're not just dealing with people being like, no, I'm not wearing a mask. I'm going to lick the floor of the dance club. We're dealing with people who are like, and then I'm not going to wash my stuff. <laughs> like, Listen, guys. No, I mean, a lot of the, you know, the hygiene rules we learned prior to COVID, they still apply. I don't understand. I mean, one of the things I, I think um, is strange is, you know, in COVID, you know, people are coughing and sneezing and then, you know, taking their mask off to do it or they don't have a mask and they're just like letting their particles travel beyond um, 
their seat on the Amtrak train. And I'm just like, what? That wasn't cool before. That yes. wasn't cool before. Yes. <laughs> Why are you doing that now that there's a deadly virus that could infect me and leave me with lifelong effects? Like, I don't and want like, that. Keep your disease in your mask, please. And like, I don't want Donald Trump back. So when I criticize <laughs> Biden, I'm not saying that I want Trump back. This isn't my Sarandon moment. But <laughs> I would also like there to be some education on the fact that you are not immune if you got COVID. I have a student at Princeton that got COVID three times in the course of six months in front of me, like in front of me. So like, you'd be like, oh, this person is, you know, just faking COVID so that, no, they had actual positive test results three times in six months. So I know people who have gotten reinfected repeatedly. Also, your audience needs to shun babies shun babies <gasps> unless you have to physically keep one alive i went to a wedding in cyprus there were 60 people 59 got covid one did not it was me because i didn't mess with the babies listen i mean well kids one of the things <laughs> that we said at the beginning is kids are super sputters i mean now at least there's a vaccine available to people that are um under the age of five but up until like just a couple of weeks ago that wasn't true and so i was always you know what what i would do when i would see a kid of any age actually is i would scream zombie <laughs> i mean maybe that is, is mean i i apologize to anybody who is offended however when i would out, be out jogging when i lived in the woods during the first two years of covid I would see a child um, and then I would run to the opposite side of the street like I'm on Walking Dead. Like I literally yeah. would be like zombie because I don't know that kid. I know the kid isn't vaccinated. So so I don't know where the kid has been. He's definitely been around other kids and he's not wearing a mask. And but so I'm really going to be wanna... on this side of the street while he is over there. I really <laughs> want to know what's happening with vaccines you know it's because, a really okay, important question because how old are you zombies but how old are you <laughs> only god knows but i'm i'm in my 40s um but my friends who are right now having such severe illness and really people with certain disabilities were always much more at risk always had a higher chance of dying but then we were the careful group we were the vaccinated group we were the lockdown group and now i'm seeing all those people that I avoided it for two years getting it now and as i said they're getting very very severe cases really severe cases so that's what's worrying me because at least i had you know that sense of security right. that like okay i've been vaccinated three times and, you know, I, you can find me on your, like, look for me soon app, because obviously I have a chip in me now. I have begun growing a tail, but all of those things, I was like, okay, I'm not going to get severe illness. I'm not going to get hospitalized. Then I'm watching people who are extremely careful, much, much more careful than me. Because as I said, like I got divorced during the pandemic, I've been wilding out. I've been going to concerts and Broadway shows and everything. And it was just this past week after two of my co-stars had to be replaced that I was like, oh yeah, I'm not gonna leave my house. I'm gonna watch every Minions movie because <laughs> I don't know how to avoid this because I'm not being given any tools to avoid this. And I'm telling you, I don't have a single non-disabled friend in the world, except for, you know, my mom, who's not my friend, we're more like related, um, 
who will go back to wearing a mask. And my mom has never taken off her mask. And she was chief of lab at Jersey City Medical Center throughout the entire like beginning of the pandemic. And she still to this day wears a mask in the way that a lot of people in Europe and Asia will wear masks forever now. She's one of the forever mask wearers. Me too. That's who I am now. You don't need to see my whole face anyway. It's fine. You have a great, great face, but your lashes and your eyes can definitely hold their own with a Thank mask. Thank you. But I the whole that. point is... But I mean, it's it, not even that. I mean, like, no, you don't even... Like, it's kind of yeah. nice to have that I'm in it. I'm in, I'm in, I can't even say it. I'm Anonymity. like the little kid in Nemo. I'm like, oh my gosh, I was just told like two days ago that Nemo's an outdated joke. And I was like, Nemo is never outdated. No, everybody knows what I'm talking about. And then, and Nemo is a disability icon. I didn't know this. Of course. Nemo has a bum fin. Remember, he has one big fin and one small fin. He's got a bum fin. I have a new lens. I mean, that's one of my there favorite movies, by the way. Yeah. I love that movie we, so much. So it we holds got up to be a we got so to be good. a fish before we got to be a princess. Facts. <laughs> but there's a there's a discussion that Lilo's probably autistic. It's, oh, I didn't know this. See, this is a really see. This is going in a different direction than I had anticipated. But this is why we have you because yeah, because um, when you I'm have to lock down for the entire week because you're afraid that it's gonna catch you before the biggest day of shooting in your life, you watch every single Disney classic and then you know, kind of meander into exploring misogyny and go full circle to why women have no rights in the U.S. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Um, so one of the things I was thinking about too, because as you, as you've already alluded, and we have two more minutes here, um, is you've already alluded to this, like this is a sort of a mass disabling event, right? This disease, yeah. um, and to your point, I mean, I wonder, cause I, the reason I asked how old you were is that I know that the fourth booster shot or another booster shot is not, you're not eligible for it not eligible unless for you're it. immune compromised or like some person for some other reason. Like, I would just go to Walgreens and ask. I was eligible <laughs> like... to get. I was eligible to get vaccinated in like the first round because due to my CP, I have constricted breathing. Just because in my case, my cerebral palsy makes me shake all the time, and that includes my lungs. So I've always had diminished capacity. That's one of the reasons that the mask itself is hard for me. But I still wear it anytime I need to. I don't fight it, you know. Um, but uh, I'm not eligible for that fourth booster. I'm not. And also, we don't have clear evidence that the boosters we're using are dealing with the variations that we're having. That we have right circulating now. right I'm now. I'm like, you know, I've had a lot of people say to me, because every time I see a sign that says COVID vaccines, I try to go get one because I want that fourth shot. I've only had three. And like I said, it was September. It was a long time ago. And they tell me you're not eligible. You'll be eligible in October. And I'm like, what's happening in October? Why is nobody telling me what's happening in October? I know what's happening in October. That's when the White House said that we're going to have 100 million cases because we're going to have another, probably another variant. It'll be a different one than the, the one that's circulating right now. And it will be worse and we still don't have any mitigation. 
And I think, I mean, the White House is trying to figure out how to get you eligible for that fourth shot, how to get people eligible under the age of 50, just opening it up to everybody, because I think that they realize what's coming. Um, but, but it's a good But why are they figuring it's a good this point. out right now? I know. Now. Why like, are they figuring like, it out right now? They should have figured it out six so months ago. I think game, that. But the good news is, if in October, that's when we're going to see the worst spike. On right. Halloween, you'll have real zombies to run away from. Listen. While you're trick-or-treating. <laughs> real zombies and the COVID ones. Like, <laughs> COVID, COVID dressed up as zombies. My, my students, I thank you so much. And good luck. Stay safe. Good luck with your shooting. And stay safe um, out here in these COVID streets. We all need to take heed the reminder of my students to, to put our masks on. Thanks for listening to Mornings with Zerlina. Check in for new episodes every weekday.